the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome. You are listening to Racer Radio FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. This is my favorite segment. Having Brittany in the house is always such a blast. And I do get that from listeners, too, just so you'll know. This segment is brought to you by Black Forest Motorsports. Tell you what, if you got a Porsche, if you've got a BMW, if you got a Mini Cooper, and you're looking for a dealer alternative, these guys are it. 40 years experience. You want to go a little quicker? You want to go to a racetrack? They can hook you up. They do race prep on just about all the Porsches, BMWs, and Minis in San Diego. Go to blackforestautomotive.com. All right, well, we, we're going to have a guest on, but unfortunately, she'd rather go flat track racing, probably. Can't blame her. Can't blame her. No, no. argument there. No argument <laughs> no. there. She's stuck, and hopefully everything's resolved. Right. But uh, uh, that's scfta.org. I know they have a Facebook page, Southern California Flat Track Association. They started last night. I believe their first race was last night. She's tired. And uh, Does she race? I had a lot of questions. Oh, (laughs) and she's not here. I don't know a whole lot, so we'll try to reschedule it. We'll reschedule it. So right now, I I am literally bursting at my seams (laughs) about this race at the Los Angeles (laughs) Coliseum. Even Steve. Who is not a, a race uh, fan race at, at all. all. Not really. Just likes to watch me and that's it. He just texts me at 3.04. Weird race today. They are racing in the L.A. Coliseum. <laughs> even he, it even caught his eye. Well, and it, <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. It started at noon. Noon. It's 3 o'clock. So three hours have gone by. Yeah, I was in the for, park all For time, an so. hour, there was no racing because they had... Some guy jumping around. Who who was that, Brandon? That was a uh, pit bull, Mister Three Hundred Five. Some guy jumping around. Well, That's who, what you saw. Well, who is that? He's a he's rapper a, he's from Miami. Artist. Is he any good? No. He, oh, oh. <laughs> I hate him. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, he has a big following. Uh, Brandon Thomas, one eight hundred Brandon Thomas <laughs> for all complaints. Right. Come come to me. Yeah, um, but I will say there was two other performers there. I I just were, looked this up. Yeah, who uh, were the other ones? So the female one you were talking about. Her name is Allie Brooke. 
Uh, she is from the group Fifth Harmony. Oh, and yes. my uh, wife loves Fifth Harmony. I yes. can't stand them. So. Okay. Uh, and the last one makes sense. Cause <laughs> that skinny guy. Whoever that skinny oh, guy was. Uh, no, the skinny guy was Pitbull. There was another guy there. <laughs> well, who, oh, okay. What was the other guy? Ice Cube. He's from L.A. That makes sense. That, that was sense. Ice Cube? That was Ice Cube. That makes sense. But no. it must have been choreographed because everybody was jumping in all three of those performances. Go back and look at it. I will definitely take a look because if there's a choreographed Ice Cube dance, I need to see that because he's a gangster rapper. Kind well, of guy. and what <laughs> happened to Country Western? I, I guess NASCAR fans aren't into that. I think all of, no, I it might, it. they already have those fans. To me, I'm thinking they're oh, trying to reach out and I have yeah. to, I was, when we went into the start of this conversation, I thought maybe they're trying to reach out yeah. to a new fan base and Steve just now put, looks pretty cool. So right there is evidence. Okay, end They're discussion. reaching out for you know other broader fan okay, base. Okay, I stand is corrected. My guess, which makes sense, because right now weren't they just introducing the drivers, which they do. Yeah, and you have. love driver introduction. I do, and I think it's a fantastic idea if you're trying to get new. Well, fans. and if you want to put your favorite driver with a car, that doesn't hurt. A uh, little over a million dollars to build a track. They uh, they did it super quick. Very, they put plastic plywood down, filled up the. They inside. talked to the Supercross people. How do you do this? Yeah, all right. I'm sure they <laughs> did. Uh, I have to say, the track looks like it's been there for a hundred years. There was. But, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, but the problem is, it's a quarter mile track, and they're getting ready to unleash twenty three cars. Well, Kyle Bush is used to it. I mean, Kyle Larson's used to it, and now uh, Chase Elliott. And- <laughs> I was going to say Kyle Bush is not racing anymore. Yeah, he yeah. A, no, he got into a wreck, and he's not going to be able to qualify for um, it. And same thing with Brad Keselowski. Oh no, that's a tongue twister. I can't right say there. Lenny's last name, but I can say I can say uh, Keselowski. All, all I can say is uh, my boy Joey Logano looks pretty good so far. So uh, no, Larson is going to take it. He's going to take it. I know it well, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's already he's, he's automatic track. on the pole. Okay. Automatic. I know. I know. Wait, he's, I'm sorry. he's even oh, favorited for Vegas as well. Yeah. It's really only a quarter mile. Quarter mile. Are you serious? I mean, because. Well, I mean, Brona runs stock that, cars I up know. to 20 Yeah, uh, on our quarter mile. Okay, you ready for this? Oh, top speed. You ready? Oh. Guess. Uh, top speed. Um, oh, goodness. You're putting me it on. Did, 75. Huh? Yeah. 75. 63. Oh, no. Jeez. Yeah, see? That's what I thought. <laughs> It no, looks- because it's not even the the, the, the front back. straight and the back straight yeah. aren't even straight. Yeah, they're all pitched. Let's see how everything's turned. Oh, and oh. there is sorry, no, listeners. I'm looking at the track for yeah. the first time. I've there been out is of the loop. No passing. Yeah, I don't even unless. Know. You push somebody out of the way. No, that's what you just. Yeah, that's what we were talking about at the very yeah. beginning when I was looking at the qualifying with you. Yeah. Earlier in the show yeah. or like first hour, and I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's about location, location, location. It, absolutely. And you're going to push your way up to the front. I like look at Bubba Wallace yeah. uh, in terms of uh, how he qualified. Yeah. He had to push a guy literally into the literally wall and make wall. him uh, disqualify so I, I he can know. get in to qualify for I, this race. It's and I think, and it's funny too because the car bodies aren't steel anymore; they're composite. So they don't bend like when they were first do it first out just practicing. They were ramming into each other. Oh, were they? I think they were trying to see what the car could take and what it couldn't take. This is the first time in the car. This is all new cars. Wait, do you see no lug nuts? 
no lug nuts. So there's only a center nut. Just one big one? One big honking center nut, and there's no way you're going to mess up with an impact wrench, unless that impact wrench is the size of a football. But, I mean, yeah, so it's a center nut, uh, 17-inch, I think 17-inch tire and wheels, 17 or 18, which are huge because, you know, they used to run 15s. So they've done a lot for this season. And it's going to be interesting. I mean, they're really working the the fans. They're really I working. Think they are, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is like, you know, this is you know, good commentators: Mike Joy, Tony Stewart, and Clint Blake Boyer. Shelton. They got the cowboy. They got the cowboy, but he didn't have his cowboy <laughs> hat on. But I think have he, a country <laughs> artist. There, I think he's Grand Marshal, if I'm not mistaken. I know that's funny. But I love Clint Boyer. I think Boyer does a phenomenal job. Tony has turned out to be a really, really good announcer. Good taste in women, too. Didn't you just marry Leah? In fact, <laughs> I'm going to try to make sure I can get you hooked up. They want to do an interview. Who? Uh, the PR people for Stuart and Pruitt. Yay. And I figured it'd be fun to have you Yeah, on board. so you let me uh, interview with her last time. Yeah. I, oh, my gosh. She wished me well on a season. I was like, oh. <laughs> Fanned out. Yeah, I know. I sent you an email on it uh, last week. Okay, thank you, you. You may have got it. Thank you. Are you hot and heavy on all your emails, young lady? Uh, it's been a demanding week. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. So, But anyway, so it'll be interesting. Now we're getting ready, I think, for uh, a 23-lapper. Or a 23-lapper. I, I, I don't even know how many laps the last race is. But 23 cars. 23 cars on a quarter mile. But again, Barona holds 20. I know. But they're, these, are, these are a little bit bigger. 63 is the top speed. Yeah. Hmm. That was in qualifying. So you know they're not going that fast, you know, now. Was that single? Just one person yeah. out there? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Daniel, he's just done a phenomenal job for the Hispanic community. I mean, he has been going to all kinds of events. He's been reaching out to Mexico. You're talking Suarez, correct? Yeah, Daniel Suarez. Suarez. Starting well, fifth, so I that's got to be good. I guess good. it would help if I said who I was there talking about. There might be a couple other Daniels out yeah, there. But starting th- fifth is probably not d- a bad spot. And he did it without, I think he did it without taking anybody out. I'm not sure. <laughs> Famous last words. Uh-huh. <gasps> well, I've got everything taped. I just got to sit here and watch the whole thing with no sound. Oh. Which other than Brendan in my ear. That's about all I got. <laughs> well, Sorry. so it's going to be starting fairly soon. Fairly soon. They're so let's, getting new fans like Steve Summers. So let's say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's take a break. We'll have uh, Brendan go get the hot dogs and the popcorn and the soda for the big race. Okay, sounds good. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Is that Pitbull? No, this is my old band. Look at that. See, and he's Sean not Bruno. and he's not listening. He's not listening. Thank you. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This is Racer Radio and it's brought to you by El Ford. Where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better than El Ford. Go to ElCajonMotors.com for new, used, service, parts. They are the best. They take care of Barona Circle Track. In fact, Paul Dyke has won just about every championship mm-hmm. out there. I think we got Dirt Dude on the line, right? Oh, he hasn't called in. What's he doing? I don't know. 
Oh, he's thinking still about it still. Well, what I was going to curious, my curiosity was, how many championships has Paul Dyke not won? Which Barone? division has he not won yet? Because yeah, he's won in at least two or three that I'm aware of. I wonder what he's going to go after next. Dwarf cars? Dwarf cars. Um, mini compacts. Dwarfs. Mini dwarfs. <laughs> mini dwarf. So we have a new mini dwarf driver in the family. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, hey, dirt dude. Sounds weird. Hey, what's up? Are Hi. You, are you watching this race? Uh, no, I'm a little busy right now. Elbows deep into an uh, intake manifold on a uh, BMW. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. It It's the weirdest layout. It's it's a Super Bowl with four wheels. I'd say different, yeah, not weird. I watched weird. a little bit of it but when I had like lunch. Yeah. So, yeah, I was seeing, uh, well, what they call it, not the heat races, but not even the qualifiers. It's like pre part of it. Well, they all, and they have last chance qualifiers, too. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, now they're doing the uh, the national anthem and, and saluting the flag and they're getting ready to race. That's good stuff. So, if you're not doing anything, when we, I mean, I mean I, I'd be curious to hear what you think. It has no. I'm like, yeah, I'm taping it because I'm going to watch it later. Oh, okay. Right? So am I. Yeah, and it has it. nothing to do with dirt. <laughs> Has nothing to do with asphalt because when you watch, we definitely are going to have you back next Thursday, unless you have or next Friday Sunday. What am I talking about? Sorry for the weird look. Yeah, yeah Thursday. What's going on? No, okay, next, next Sunday, Sunday, either in studio or call in because I want to do a recap on this event. It's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, it's <laughs> going to be a, a different show, and everyone has to figure. It's either going to be entertaining, or you're either going to love it or hate it. Well, Brittany came out. Really smart, oh, uh, with wow. a, with a statement. Not enough people say that because yeah. I'm sitting here going, "What? The, I mean, bulldog? I mean, <laughs> bulldog? I mean, what kind of a band I is saw that? I'm like, well, I'm bulldog. It's not a pitbull. It's, pitbull. <laughs> it's not a band. It's bulldog. a rapper. Pitbull. Oh, pitbull. <laughs> Okay, well, well he's a car owner too. He's yeah, a well, that's the other thing. I thought that's who he was talking about. Oh, that's I so did funny. not know that. I, I know that Dana White is, spa- <gasps> is sponsoring. Um, oh, Dana really? White is sponsoring a car because he has a bourbon company. As yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Somebody. So, and then who was that other guy? Popsicle. Oh my goodness, David. A popsicle. <laughs> uh, oh, Ice Cube. That's ice it. Cube. Sorry. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I, I do. He's an actor and a rap. He's a musician he and a. might get into the 80s here pretty soon, right? Yeah, no kidding. But, but you know, Britney said they're probably reaching out. I don't know about Ice Cube, but they're, they're even, you know, Pitbull. Good, you got it. I know. I almost said Bulldog again. But, I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah, so what did you think of the layout of the car? No lug nuts. Composite, I think it's going to be composite bodies, design. composite bodies, and it I, looks different too. Like they're not like a four door, but they're a two door. Yeah, they look like coupes. Yeah, and but they're I, long doors. They're like they're, they're yeah. a long body. But I don't know. I can't remember. I got to look it up. If it's seventeen inch tire and wheels or eighteen inch, which they were running, I think fifteens. So I mean, they've changed. It's a this. lot of new things all at once. Yeah. Seems well, like. it's cool seeing them now with aluminum rims rather than the old steel rims. But I don't know, man. Those these new wheels are gorgeous. I love these new yeah. wheels. Out of everything, I'm yeah. just curious what turn one lap one's going to look like. <laughs> going yeah, in. well, because there's no passing. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you, oh, unless you're it's the last lap, that's going to be the best one. Yeah, oh, yeah, boy. all or nothing. Yeah, you're gonna even though there's no more chrome, but you're gonna chrome horn the you know what skis out out of it. I mean, it was pretty mild. 
to this point. And I don't know how many laps there are. I didn't even, I, for some reason, so it'll, it'll be interesting. So I'm looking forward to like 150. I don't yeah, know, I, think I think you're right. I think you're right. I wonder how they can do. They're going to have to do a break in the middle and, and do fuel and tires and stuff like that. But there's like no pit road there. That's what I was no. wondering. Physically, it, well, where? what they have is you make that super hard left in turn four, and then you go have these little parking spots that you. Park Are you serious? In. Are you no? I'm being, being hypothetical. No, and then they're all the crew is leaning up against the K rail to the right. Yeah, it's so. I don't see. Yeah, I think they. I don't see them doing anything major in the infield, but you know we'll see. And then in what two weeks they got to go to Daytona and do it all over again, but on the big track. Yeah, you know that these cars aren't going there. They were no. They, they build short course and long course cars. So. Right, and a couple they of the guys they just sent them back. Yeah, and a couple of guys were actually trying to shift with these things. When it's just a quarter. Uh, well, mile. I know most of them stayed in second gear. <laughs> okay. But there was a couple of drivers. You know what they should do? They should, all these cars that survive or don't survive, they should donate them to charity to auction them off. I like that idea. They're yeah. using an 18-inch forged aluminum wheels. I knew he would okay. And they're wider as well. Yeah. So. What, were the, what were they, yes. what were they running at 19, or 2020 or 21? 21. Prior. What were they, 15-inch back in the couple of years back? I think so, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, good. Back so. in the 60s. Yeah, easy big fella. So, yeah, so what are you doing working on a BMW? Uh, It had a vacuum leak, and it was sucking oil through this uh, diaphragm thing. So, basically, I was like, I'll fix it, and it's it's, it's a fun project. I didn't know you were an owner of a BMW. Well, I'm a owner of many things, man. <laughs> when he was here last, we talked about that because we, my that dad and I had one. The box that you see that I post any pictures of, the, all those great drawers and everything, that's just not for show. That's for work. Oh, I, I you're, stuff. you're talking about a motorcycle. No, a silver oh. BMW, just like my dad and I used to have. And I saw it down there when he was in studio a few weeks uh. ago, and I said, how are the oil leaks? Because we just we oh. could not get a handle on all the oil leaks. Neither can that's he. One of the things, yeah. they have all these plastic lines, and they're all cracking, and then that's there's a diaphragm frame in there that pulls all the vacuum and it pulls the vacuum the intake man or to the uh, valve cover and if the diaphragm yeah. goes out then you have excessive uh vacuum in the in the uh, in the head gas or in the, the in the valve cover, cover gasket and it starts sucking yeah. it starts sucking oil it'll, it'll basically drink the oil right out of the oil pan they're they're fun little cars to drive they're super fun but i could smell my dad coming before but I with could all your him. money just take it into the bmw shop and just tell him to do it oh. <laughs> what do you think I got, Dave Stallman? Oh, hey, yeah. trust me, man. I just why do you think I have sixteen cars? As they break, they they just oh sit goodness. there. <laughs> I think I'm down to nine right now. No. How many? How many could you start up and drive to the studio? To the studio, mine. No, of the, of the nine or sixteen. Well, the majority of them that will start and run are my wife's. <laughs> Had a girl. Had uh, a girl, Michelle. My mini coat. My mini Cooper starts. I might have to jump start either the. Okay, some I of won't the count a battery. Yeah. Oh, in that case, uh, they all run. It would just be a battery. <laughs> yeah, they're all. I got. I oh, got yeah, the battery nothing. tenders. That's I got the nothing. cable. I got everything. I just haven't done it. I need to get yeah, then the Craig to come. You always get loaner cars too, so you. I know. One week. Yeah, that's you got true. Like a the next week. Well, and then, 
Do you know what the shortest track was in NASCAR history? What? By the way, this is not the shortest, <laughs> apparently. Uh, it's uh, in Islip, New York. Yeah, I know Back Islip. in the 71. And uh, the winner, if you had to guess, in 1971, who won it? You got this, Dave. Come on. Dale Earnhardt. No, not Dale Earnhardt. You, a very, very famous NASCAR racer. A little heavy petty. Re- yes, correct. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. I, oh, I got to get a ding sound effect. <laughs> yeah, you got to get a ding sound effect. All right, here we go. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Good, Good job. So what's this, how big was the track? It was point two, right on the mark. Point oh, two. So oh. two I can't even imagine oh. how that track. You could do that in your office. <laughs> <laughs> how many? <laughs> and they probably. I wonder if they had forty three cars on there. Uh, I'll take a look into yeah. that. I'm not sure how many cars they had. Yeah. Back then, they didn't have that many. They were probably more like twenty to twenty five. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. They're bringing all of these people Lots out. Lots of grand marshals. And I have no idea who any there of them There was just are. an Olympian. There was the Dodgers. Oh, I knew Reggie Bush. Yeah. This is crazy. But anyway, I, I digress. So, Well, the prestige of it being in the Coliseum is cool. Because, I mean, you've had yeah. everything. You have stadium trucks and Supercross and monster trucks. Everything is done there. So, uh, well, 30, oh, By the way, 33. Next year. 33 cars. In 33 cars were in that .7 race. Oh, my goodness. Race. Oh my goodness! They're just nose to nose tail, to tail, nose to tail, completely all the way around. Oh. <laughs> well, somebody wasn't thinking. Well, you know, you're right though. You know, going to the Coliseum is like going to Indy. You know, I think it's almost the same kind of prestige. Don't you agree? Yeah, I thought that you know it'd be cool to do like a like a local track here, like you know, do Irwindale. That way, they didn't have to build everything. But you know, I know this, they they can create their own whole mecca then yeah but see if they if they got you know in defense of well not in defense but it's kind of of irwindale there's no way they could handle the crowds they couldn't handle a nascar yeah they crowd. wouldn't they'd have to bring in more stadium oh seating, but this has more seating but you're in the middle of la yeah <laughs> and, and the thing that's so insane about this i had enough I had a bunch of people that were like, oh, I don't know, you know, NASCAR sucks and everything. But then I look on Facebook today and half of them are like, hey, we're in the grandstands today. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. A lot, I know I've had two or three people say, are you here? Are you here? I go, no, that must mean you don't listen to my radio show because mm-hmm. I am here. I know. am. I am here. But be that as it may. A funny story about the 1971 race. Uh, there was a scoring error. So they actually uh, only did 130 laps instead of the 150 that they were planning. So that's kind of funny. That's because they got dizzy. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, when you said that earlier, I thought they were, probably weren't transponders. It was I was all, just going to yeah, say, they probably were not transponders. How do you keep track of that? They probably lost track of who was leading for a yeah. while, too. Boy, isn't just that. Just throw it out there. See if the results stick. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> hey, let's see if we have any anybody come out of the pits with a wrench. And they're going to thump us on the noggin. Yeah, so... All right, so you're getting ready for racing, buddy? Yep, hopefully. I'm still waiting for April April 2nd to come around, and that's going to be the first race. We're doing some other stuff. I'm going to go out and do Imperials, doing some racing out in Imperial County Fairgrounds. Oh, good. The 5th and 6th of next month. Monster trucks? Um, monster trucks, they want to do some stuff. So, yeah, they're going to be at Del Mar Fair this year good. in July, June, July. Um, so, yeah, there's – and then Cocopa still racing. Paris has got their schedule out. They're going to start racing soon, so it's going to break loose, and there's going to be a ton of stuff to do. Yep, and then you're going to be complaining you have nothing, no time to do anything. So get that I'm manifold done. Now. All right, yeah. so get off the phone, get that Beamer back together, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. 
You guys have a good one. All right. Thank we're you. Gonna, we're going to take a quick break. This is Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to Racer Radio right here on FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. The segment brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. They are getting antsy. They're just working on the dirt. They're working on the concession stands. They're spit shining those bathrooms, especially the women's. Oh my gosh, they're so big never and seen, clean. Never and seen anybody so excited about a they're bathroom. They're very nice. I know. For a track. But with that being said, we got Scott Delosio on the line. The schedule's out. Go to parisautospeedway.com and check it out. How you doing, buddy? Doing good watching uh, this deal from the Coliseum. <laughs> oh, you are. We weren't fan. sure if you would be. <laughs> we were. Fan, I'm just... I was watching this. And you know what? Have you watched People all do... of it? Pretty much. Yeah, you watched all the heats. Oh. I did a little work in between the heats and the and little... B mains and got it back on now. He's committed. And then the qualifier. Oh, so you didn't see all the halftime you stuff? You see a Popsicle and a Bulldog? Yeah. 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 I was working out press releases when they weren't racing, but I've seen all the races today. You know the deal is, and people have been bitching about this since it came out. Yeah. What's that? Um, the whole deal was NASCAR wanted to get people talking. Yes, they're Boy. doing a great and job. They have done that. Yes. They've done it. Whether people, you know, the people yeah. complaining I, online, I 99.9% of them are tuned in. Yeah, yeah. they're well, watching well, out of curiosity. Well, they're almost so they can with their tomorrow. jaw dropped. Yeah. I've got people texting me all over the place. Are you here? <laughs> are you yeah. here? I go, no. no. You know, you look, it was funny earlier in the day, people were posting photos online, social media. It's got mm-hmm. stands are empty. Well, that was early in the morning. <laughs> I look know. at yeah. it now. <laughs> and, There's and, over 50,000 people there. And they restricted attendance because of COVID. Yeah. They they cut it back. I, they did that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's And... and this is a quarter mile track with twenty three cars on it right now. I see a lot. Actually, a quarter mile. I'd be shocked because I covered a Speedway World Championship there in eighty two. Yeah. Before the track was, or before the stadium was renovated, which was a few years ago. There's a. It's a lot smaller area down by the field now. Really? Well, you know, I was just listening to the commentators uh, during qualifying yeah. yesterday. I would say it's a little bit smaller than a quarter mile. But I'm getting dizzy. Top speeds are 63 miles an hour, so it's not like it's they got a lot. But yeah, it's. Uh, I see a lot of young people jumping up. They look like a wild crowd, oh, and know. it's it's reminding me of what they're doing at some of the golf tournaments, where you can get loud and you can uh, cheer. It's that next generation to keep it alive kind of feel. I guess. Well, that's why there's people belly aching online about the entertainment. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of young people there. That may explain yeah. why the entertainment is there. Yes. It is there. Exactly. Well, exactly. You know, but I think I think Brittany hit it right on the head. You know, she's real or they're realizing they gotta shake it up. They've gotta be the water cooler conversation on Monday. That's and that's what the whole objective of this race was. I totally one hundred percent agree. That's what uh, the whole deal was. Nobody's ever said it's a championship race, a points race. Mm-hmm. No. You know, it's the biggest race of the year. They've got people talking. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, the thing about it is, when you think about it, when is the last time NASCAR ever raced 
in a stadium where there's been Super Bowls played, where there's yeah. been a World Series played, Never. where there's been a presidential um, inauguration acceptance speech. The next best thing, the next best thing, was Indy. You know, when they took the cars to Indy. I mean, that yes. is up here with this level, but totally, totally different. Right, and you know, and that's kind of faded the last few years. Yeah. But they try to create a spectacle, and they have. Yeah, That's we've gone three segments now talking about talking. it. <laughs> yeah. Whether you're saying you love it or, or you, you hate it. it, you're talking about it. Right. Well, the key, like the, I say, looking at it now, yeah. the race is on. The stands are pretty much full. And they're standing. You know, yeah. I mean, it's they're, they're standing in the stands to watch this race. And like I was telling Brittany, I go, this is going to be a make or break. They're going to... You know, digest next week. What worked and what didn't? Is what that what worked, you're talking about? what didn't. And if it made sense, it'll be back next year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how much that whole objective is to do that myself. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but. And these are throwaway. To what the, these are throwaway cars, too, you know. Into? You know, these are throwaway cars. Oh, of course. Because they're not a short track car. They're not a long track car. And I think they were saying that each team only has that car. So if they wad it oh, up. Oh, really? Yeah, if they mm-hmm. wad it up, they're not going to roll out a backup. Composite bodies, 18-inch wheels, wider with a center nut. Now, I know <laughs> that's all going to continue on throughout the series. But NASCAR's really stepped out of the box. I for think they're 22. all trying to find the apex of the turn right now. They can't <laughs> like, find where it. is it? Is it here? Oh no, that didn't work. Is yeah. it here? Oh shoot, no. no. Let's just follow Kyle. Yeah. What, they should all just be. They should be right behind Larson. I know. He'll be able to find the apex on that little uh, track. The the only negative I see is the price people are paying to park there. Oh, oh I know. Just like the Super Bowl. And I think it was eighty dollars just for tickets, not counting how much was parking. Wow. <laughs> Compared to parking, that's cheap. I got one friend. I was doing the California Lightning Sprint Car Series banquet. That's my dogs in the background. I'm not snoring. No, don't um, worry. <laughs> I'm sure. uh, I did the banquet, and one of the guys there, uh, Dick Hyman, he's saying, he goes, man, I paid 50 bucks a park. So, man, that's ridiculous. I looked online today. Somebody sent me a picture of some of the parking in the area. 180 to 230 dollars mm-hmm. to park oh, your car. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know. And, and I went to Barrett Jackson last weekend. Parking was free. Yeah, <laughs> but it was ninety dollars. But it was ninety dollars to get in just well, to be good. walking around. I mean, I hate paying five or ten bucks at park, but you know, you go to any event in L.A. right now. Oh goodness! Um, you're talking. You know, even my a regular game. I think Dodger Stadium's up to thirty bucks to park. Is it really That's insane? Did you hear where they went through? Because I guess from the airport. To the Coliseum, there's a extensive amount of homeless, and they literally went in with buses. There is every part of L.A. <laughs> but they went in, and they cut a swath in the homeless tracks, and take. Yeah, got, they probably just moved into other homeless encampments. Sure. around. we don't. We used to go to L.A. virtually every other week on Sundays to go to our favorite restaurants. We used to go to L.A., take the train in. Yeah. We used to take the train in to see the Dodgers Sunday games. And after a couple of years ago, it's just like, man, we ain't doing this anymore. Yeah. It's just too dangerous. It's yeah. too filthy. And how long ago uh, was so that? That was like uh, 2019 is when we decided oh, okay. to stop going. Yeah. Come our way. Come down to San Diego. Yeah. There's no yeah, train. We come down all the time. 
Did you? We'll have to do that now because, you know, the moron running the city is a total jackass, just like the governor. <laughs> but off that subject, something we need to talk to you about. Um, yeah. It's NASCAR for a moment. Um, we put a press release out about it a few weeks ago, and he'll get mad at me for talking about it and stuff. But no, I third won't. time in seven years, Don Kazarian was named National Sprint Car Hall of Fame Promoter of the Year. Are you? Hey, hey I'm thrilled to death. That's like winning Man, the championship, as far as Brendan I'm concerned. No, I, I, I mean that's just like as if he won a won a race championship. You know, nobody's done that. You, yeah. know, you can't get him to toot his own horn. About uh-huh. him, we'll toot it for special. him. That was pretty special for him. I know he appreciates it, and uh, it meant a lot. He's real quiet about it, but we had to bring that out because he's, you know, oh. it's a guy who not many racetracks. I can think of one racetrack in California who's had a promoter, same promoter as long as Paris, or it's actually longer than Paris. Don's been there. This will be year 27. We start in uh, four weeks. Uh, Jim Naylor Ventura's been there. I think this will be his 45th year. Wow. But you just don't see that at racetracks anymore. No, you really you really don't, because a lot of people go into it with a different mindset. Uh, Don goes into it as a, a fan slash racer, and he does more than anybody I've ever seen that tries to keep both sides of that fence equally happy, whether it well, be in prep is, or what have you. He runs it as a business. Well, there's that, too. Yeah, he does run it like a business. If you don't run a racetrack as a business within three, four weeks, you're going to find out you're doing the wrong thing. I I think his lovely wife may have something to do with that. (laughs) Uh, They're a great team. Yeah, and that's I say that with all the kindness in my heart because, I mean, she, between the two of them, I mean, this thing clicks like a, a fine watch, I have to say. Yeah, you know, when when they opened, it was a whole family deal. Um, it was Don, you know, his three brothers, his dad, his dad's passed away. One of his brothers has one brother moved out of state. Don's the last of the Mohicans actually uh-huh. working at the racetrack. And it's been that way for a long time. Uh-huh. And I always tell people, you know, Don's very astute businessman. It's like, just thank God he loves racing because if he didn't, he would have gotten out of there a long time ago. Yeah. It ain't about the money. No, no, it's not about the you money know, at all. And it's not about the money in most successful racetracks um, for the promoter. You know, most of them realize right. uh, it's a love of racing. Well, yeah, they want to keep they want to keep the track going. They want to keep it on. They want to keep it open because the fans love it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, you <laughs> yeah it's the same with Jimmy Naylor. Yeah. You know, when I talk to Jim on the phone, you know, he'll be hemming and hawing sometimes, and I. I always hit him with the same thing. It's like, yeah, but you love it, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, I guess so. You can't deny it. Yeah, it is. It's 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 so funny. So the track's getting ready. March fifth, opening 5th. night, night of destruction. <laughs> and you're gonna be there, <laughs> right? Most likely. Most likely. I, mean, I love it. <laughs> I may have to take a run up too. I got to check. It's it. worth it. Yeah, it's. I've got a new mindset for twenty two. I don't care if gas is $9 a gallon. I'm driving. It might be the way we're going. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, a straight yeah. shot up the freeway. So oh, I know. That'll yeah, help. You only have to turn once. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, well, aim for the big floodlights. That's it. You can't miss <laughs> it. Uh, so I know we talk about this all the time, but Don got anything really crazy and out of the, out of the world coming up for 22? You know, it's basically the same stuff. I think... Okay. Uh, 
schedule's pretty much the same. Um, we've had it, I think we talked about it before, I believe. Uh, oh, Ken McWilliams talked it. We've added the sport compacts in the mm-hmm. past car nights. Uh, the modifieds, the IMCA modifieds are moving over to sprint car nights after the first race of the year. Uh, World of Outlaws are coming back. It'll be their first time back since 2019. Oh, wow. You know, they COVID took them out the last two years. Mm-hmm. So, and they have, this is the only race south of Bakersfield in Southern California once a year at Paris Auto Speedway. So right. they have not been here in three years in the greater L.A. area. Yeah. So if you're a fan, this is this is definitely the race to be at. They're all the race to be at. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was but thinking yeah, that once a, I said it. If you're a hardcore it. sprint car fan and you love wing sprint cars, yeah. there's only one World of Outlaws, and they'll be here one time, March yeah. 26th. Yeah. And they're running with the USAC CRA sprint cars, so you get a double header. Oh, really? Well, it's all about it's all about the show. You know it. I know it's all about the show. All right, buddy. I'm going to let you go and uh, watch the rest of this race, and we'll talk yeah, about. I don't want to miss Ice Cube at intermission. <laughs> That's right. And Bulldog, don't forget him. Uh, right here on ball, FM. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. <laughs> Mister three hundred five checking in for the remix. You know, they had a 75 Street Brazil. Well, this year's gonna be called Gaiocho. Que hola, cata, que hola, omega. And this is how we gonna do it. That's what he was doing. That's what he was doing. I wanna see Brendan do that. Oh, jeez. All right, folks, this is FM 96, 1 AM 1170. The answer. This is Racer Radio. Brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue in Santee. I'm telling you, you want your car to go smooth, they got a dyno in the house. Whatever they say they can get out of your car, you'll get it. So check them out. Good thing it's radio and not TV. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Holy my goodness. Okay, well, you know, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't bad. The song, you mean, or uh, or my so, dance moves? No, yeah. no, no, no. The, the song. Oh, okay. The well. dance moves were really good, but I mean, the song. I mean, I've heard some raps, and I don't mind. I like all kinds it's of music. Beat. Me too. Yeah, but Pitbull, nah, not my cup. Now, when you were just doing that little move right there, yeah. Did you ever see Beverly Hills Cop, the first one mm, with Eddie Murphy? When they're in the they're in the uh, strip club, and the music was going on, and he noticed the two guys coming in with the shotguns. You were doing exactly the same dance move that he was doing <laughs> when he told Taggart. He goes, hey, Taggart, see that guy over there in a long jacket in the summer? Don't you think it's a little hot for that? You can see I've seen this movie. Yeah, 20, and that's, that is the image I brought in your head. But yeah, all with that little dance. <laughs> it was a crack up. So what are you doing this year season-wise in the racing car? Um, What's the game plan? My game plan right now, it can always change, is yeah, yeah, to yeah. get to all eight races at Barona. Okay. And then um, maybe I want to try, my crew and I, we've always wanted to try Santa Maria. I've never raced there. How far is that? Um, not too far. I mean, it's in California. Yeah. So <laughs> not state. too bad. On the I'm, other side I of almost, L.A. Yeah. I almost made it there. It got rained out, so then we uh, turned around and I did Ventura. Is it coastal or uh, inland? I don't know much i'm sorry um i want to try and do that i would love to do cottage grove 
uh, which is a national. Okay, so you've actually, so, but you definitely have the season in your mind if you can pull it off. If I can pull it off, my plan is to make all of the Barona Because that's one thing nice. You don't put tons of pressure on yourself. If you can make it, you make it. If you can't, Not you this can't. year. All my other, my five seasons of racing, Come I on. did put that pressure really? on to making every single race. And it it's exhausting. Well, it is. Um, Not only for you, but the, the crew. The crew. It's, it's a lot to ask of my crew as well. So. And it's somewhat financially Yeah, financially. It, and if I can stay out of the wrecks... That's going to be the big thing. If yeah. I do, if I get heavy damage, I will not be able to turn around in two weeks. Yeah, it's not um, like you don't have four backup cars. I don't have any backup cars. I'm working full time as usual. Do you have any backup parts? I I have a few. Pa- yeah, some you have pan a motor. Parts. No, I don't. So I that would be a long term fix for this team. So <laughs> any of the. Uh, motorcycle riders out there that are on either a kawasaki or a suzuki I want my 0708 gsxr 1000 okay so okay. all you guys love it but you. i've i've tried to maintain everything i've done a really good job of maintaining yeah. um i've had and my, you don't run red line i i don't not especially on a quarter mile <laughs> wouldn't that be a hair curler what <laughs> But, would that uh, get would that get your attention? Well, <laughs> really, uh, on pair on well, not they don't run Paris Coco Paul because yeah. it's even faster. Yeah. But um, I, I'm hoping to commit if I don't get heavy damage. It's just really hard to turn around, sure, sure, especially sure. Uh, these days professionally. I'm tapped out by the end yeah. of the week. <laughs> and you're not, you know, not taking anything away from your driving skills. You're not out to win a championship. You're really out to have fun. If the champions, I mean, you're fought, you're driving for the championship, but I hear you. I always want to have a good time. It's so much work that yeah. I have to love it. Well, yeah. Um, but not having to the stress of committing to every race, though I want to. Right. Um, I'm hoping to push out of my comfort zone. Right. I love that. Um, I have not been able to do that every race, but the races that I have pushed out of my comfort zone are very memorable. I want to get back there. And do you feel more comfortable this year than you have? And I know I put a lot of, a lot on power steering. (laughs) Well, I know I put a ton of emphasis on it, but you just seem like you're different this season than seasons in the past that I've known you. Well, um, it might not be the racing why I'm different. <laughs> uh, well, I, no, yes, uh, it but, is because uh, when we no, talk I, racing, what I'm missing is the seat time, and so that's why last year, um, like when I was asked how many races did I raced last year, I went to a ton of practices and less races because I did, I wasn't in the car at all in 2020. Right. Well, and that's why I said what I said because I know you went to more practices than you went to racing, which tells me subliminally. You wanted to drive the car, not with anything over your head. You just yes. want to drive the car. Not with anybody out there with you, necessarily. You just wanted to have some seat time. I needed to get seat time, I could, so, and I need more seat time. I will ask the question again. Is this season going to be any different than seasons in the past because of the excessive amount of no-stress seat time? I hope it's better. Like I said, I really want to reach out of my comfort zone yeah. more than usual. Now, when you say out of your comfort zone, what do you mean by that? Faster, harder. Ah, uh, okay. Faster, harder, no, no. more passing. Are you listening to this, crew chief? I would like to do that because I race on a teacher's salary. Yeah, so in the back of my mind is always that, ah, if I go too hard and I crash, can I afford uh, the time and the money? 
I need to get rid of that. I need to ah. shed that. That's the biggest thing that holds me back. And I want to not have that in the back right. of my mind. Well, then that's, see, I told you, you're totally so it is different. different. <laughs> we sure went a lot. We went, what, eight minutes on that. <laughs> Just try out the, the horn. Track. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this That track was bigger than the one they're racing oh. on right now. But I've been there before. And, yeah. and I know Darren Brown is there every race. Sure, He's sure, just, sure, sure. But sure. I have to work to get there. And I think because my big disadvantage is getting into this so late uh-huh. i didn't get into it back when i thought that i was invincible that's right. back when i was racing two wheels on right. a mountain bike i could be backwards flying sideways and i would know i would pull it off wow. i wasn't in a race car when i thought like that yeah and to me that's my my biggest like, downfall yes um and you so want to I, see if you can capture a little I, of that more often than not <laughs> i i remember when when i was there i was there at cottage grove outside of my comfort zone i loved it like, really? I just I want to get back there. You were on the edge. I was on the edge. I was pushing it, and wow. I loved it. I was there in Colorado. I loved it. Well, but see, the difference now is, and when you say you wish you had it when you were on two wheels, I don't think anybody hangs on to that for that long because, yeah, you think you're gonna, you know, you're gonna make it, but when you don't, it's devastating. And when now you're older, you, it yeah, takes longer to think? heal. Now you've got all the <laughs> yeah. protection in the world. Oh, uh, you've got yeah. the cage. You got the helmet. You got the neck. You got the heart. Yeah. You got so. But I have the mortgage. And well, I have you, the- <laughs> but see, that car is not going to put you in the hospital. It's going to kill your pocketbook, but it's not going to put you in the hospital. So yeah, so this is a good time to go out of that comfort zone. I hope so. I really want to get there because I love being there. Yeah. And it well, just doesn't happen enough. It's like jumping out of an airplane. Ah, that got boring the third time. That oh. honestly was boring the first third time. Was it really? It was very, very exhilarating the first time. Like, for two weeks, I was walking on air. Like, yeah. I was, ah. And the second time was pretty fun because we did tricks. And then the third time, it was cool because my mom and dad jumped out as well. And yeah. some of my friends came. But it was boring. Not exhilarating. Well, you're, I see you have a very short... Uh, <laughs> thrill span is that what you're telling me short thrill fuse (laughs) i guess okay well it was funny you say that because i had a chance to drive a vintage top fuel dragster front engine after i was done i was fine was it exhilarating during like you have no idea how how long did that feeling carry over uh as far as once i got out of the car really days yeah oh days yeah oh yeah for days yeah i mean but the experience was euphoric i mean it was it was almost like it's it's weird but it's almost like i was floating down the track yeah at way over 100 miles an hour and won the race and it was just like wow i've never experienced that before I think that's why we all do this stuff. I I know. And I had the same experience. Why can't you bottle it? I know. Or give me a pill. I had the same thing when I was go-karting. When I was racing go-karts, I mean, when I'd get out front, it's like the whole world changed. Mm -hmm. Forgot to breathe. But other than that. So, no, I get get exactly. I get exactly. It's just like you say a hundred times. You're a you're an adrenaline junkie. Yes, an adrenaline. And it's that adrenaline that you you kind of crave for. Yes, it's my drug of choice. You are, you are gonna ner- have to learn to tone that down as you get older. You know, really, you're gonna have to find a little bit of a set, or you're gonna do like me and you're gonna go take a flat tracks class and fall mm. and break four ribs and uh, puncture a lung. So last 
Saturday. <laughs> what did you my, do? Uh, it was something my crew chief. He goes, well, you know, we could always sell your car and go flat track racing. Is he back into that uh, again? I think he'd rather work on a motorcycle. Well, it's a lot a less. It's a lot less. <laughs> so, uh, right. But yeah, I, I, I'm already looking for my next thrill um, just so I have it. And, and it's probably I'm going to get back on stage behind the keyboard. So ah. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing myself back on stage in five years. Well, that won't hurt as bad. Correct. Hey. Uh, and it's thrilling to write your own music and perform it. And yeah. then you see people passionate about yeah. it. It's thrilling. It's not as thrilling as racing yeah. a car. So make sure when you get home, you tell Steve Arino that we play his music on this show. <laughs> I will. Somebody already texted me. Is that chemistry? <laughs> have you, does he know we do that? I think I've told him before, All yes. Right. All right, folks. Hope you had a good show. It's been a blast, and it's going to get even better. Gun Owners Radio is right around the corner. Brittany, thanks a million. That was a blast. Thanks for having me. Okay, this is Racer Radio, FM This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.